This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. So we'll be back with Mo for the last minute of that game, but first we're going to chat squash. We're joined by three people in the studio today, so it's a busy studio. It's a tiny little space we got here. Lindley De Beer is the manager of the University of Johannesburg squash team. We're also joined by the ladies' captain, Alexa Pinner, and the men's number one, Kyle Marie, joins us in studio. Thanks very much for all of you to come in. Thank um, you. We, we're going to take a selfie, first things first. Right? Most important thing on radio, <laughs> obviously, is taking a selfie. And then we'll try and put it up. I'll put it up on, I'm going to change my accounts now. Typical. Let's start, while, while I'm organizing this, Lindley, tell us about the University of Johannesburg. Uh, you guys are off to the University Sports South Africa tournament in Stellenbosch. Tell us about how preparations that's, are going. That's great. We're leaving on the, the third. The tournament takes place from the 4th till the 8th of July mm. um, at the University of Stellenbosch. Um, we've got quite a number of teams uh, that's participating there. Roughly about 16 universities have entered for the event. Have we got that many universities? Yeah, okay. all over the country, and we all love squash. <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, it should be an interesting week for us, Ed. And on that, I mean, it's, a, it's such a big question, but why squash? What, what makes squash such an attractive sport? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, in general, uh, squash was not thought of as a sport played by the masses in South mm-hmm. Africa. However, during the past couple of years, the squash federations in South Africa has actually gone to some effort to take it out to the masses, into the townships all over. Uh, for example, we've got a, a development program running in the city center for uh, inner city kids with or in partnership with the Goli Squash. And uh, it's it's broadened quite quite widely the amount of kids that's interested in it, because it can be played by individuals, it can be played by teams, mm. it can be played from the age of five to the age of eighty. I, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's it's almost a sport that one learns as a kid anyway. You you play handball where you 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 hit the ball against the wall against yourself when you you know you got nothing else to do, and it, it's just a progression, I guess, and it's just the rules that change. Uh, true, um, but uh, you don't. Yeah, um, my son has only started playing squash two months ago, mm. um, at the age of twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. So it is. It's actually something that we've realised keeps you fit in general. Uh, it leads to a healthy lifestyle, mm. and uh, quite a number of our sports teams at UJ utilises uh, squash as a means to keep fit during the winter oh. off-season pro, uh, program and so on. So okay. you've got rugby players playing squash, you've got the netball, hockey, everybody's mm. playing squash. Taking over your court time yeah. is the problem. All right, selfie time. We need all three of you to get in. Okay, wait. wait. I've got to push the right button there. Siobhan, you in the background there as well. How cool a selfie is that? Check that one out. Uh, did it take it? Yes, it took it. Oh, it's blurry then, but that's fine. It's my story. St- Story of my life. <laughs> okay, let's introduce ladies team captain Alexa. How did you get into squash? Um, well, I was about eight, nine years old, actually, and mm. my friend just said that she's going to play squash. I was um, in a very small town at school, and then it was just a few of us kids went there every Monday just playing squash, and yeah. I realized that I wasn't too bad, so I started entering <laughs> the tournament, and, you know, it just kind of grew, yeah, it grew from there, so... And, and you, Kyle? Uh, with me, uh, my dad was actually a chairman of a squash club in the south of Johannesburg, mm-hmm. a southern suburb squash club. And um, I used to just go as a kid, just play like on the Friday nights, 
and just consider it as a, a bit of a hobby. Yeah. And when I got to high school, I decided to try and take it a little bit more seriously and try make the provincial sides. How did that work? Because it's not normally a high school sport. It's it's something that you've got to go somewhere else to go play. Yes. Um, a, a lot of the main, mainstream schools, uh, I was, I'm an old Kez boy, um, Kez St. John's Park Town, they were the top, and St. Stillians, they were the top schools for squash in Gateng. Right. And St. Stillians and um, St. John's actually have their own squash courts on the premises in mm. schools. That helps a lot. Yeah. And uh, this obviously promotes squash for the, for the kids. What school did you go to, Alexa? Uh, I was at my high school was um, Menlo Park in Pretoria, Did they and they were the very big, big with the squash. Actually, okay. yeah. so that helps. Yeah, no, that helps. But yeah, like the first, my um, primary schools weren't so big with the squash. Mm. I had to sort of go individually from there. Uh, is that what you're finding, Lindy? The, the, obviously, you say you've got development programs, things are changing, but your current squash crop, as it were, are, are coming from these better, well-off schools. Um, it was in the past. Right. Um, I, in my team, have at least uh, two or three players that is uh, products of the Ecoli Squash program um, from townships, from places like JP in, in, in Berea and Hilbra and those places. Mm. And um, I know there's quite a crop waiting to come to UJ next year also from Ecoli Squash. But then I can also tell you that Igoli Squash also is also running a, a program in Soweto um, and at various other uh, township locations. So slowly but surely it is extending out there. Mm. It is getting out there. But um, w- you shouldn't only think of that approach. I think we've got uh, a huge m- amount of students coming from all, the con- uh, all over the country to UJ. And uh, we've started a developing program of ourselves um, at UJ to get uh, uh, the students which are not traditionally exposed, or were not uh, traditionally exposed to squash, mm. exposed to that by running an internal league program where the various residences face off against each other. Right. Okay. And there you've got absolute beginners coming in, <laughs> um, but they enjoy it so much and I utilize my... My, my team mm. to actually identify talent there and then develop them th- further for the future. So it's never too late. I just need a break in there. Lindley De Beer is the manager of the UJ squash uh, team. Also, ladies captain and men's number one is in studio. Just about a couple of seconds left between Switzerland and Poland in Euro 2016. Though, Mo Ali, take us to the whistle. Poland uh, on the attack once again with a free kick. That was uh, Switzerland battling to clear and eventually ball going behind for a uh, goal kick the Rosicki the man with the uh, bicycle kick he was the man who laid off the pass made the run down the left hand side for Jakob Blasikowski to get the opening goal for Poland that was after 39 minutes we've had uh, two minutes of stoppage time already added by Mark Klattenberg and there it is the half time whistle in what's been a cagey first half but uh, Poland on the counter attack have looked very dangerous indeed and particularly Kamil Grzyzkowski or Grzyzkowski rather and uh, finding Jakub Blazikowski with a run down the left the pass across the face of goal and uh, Blazikowski putting the ball into the back of the net so half time then in Sinetian in the first of the round of 16 games at Euro 2016 it is uh, Poland who leads Switzerland by one goal to nil SAFM Sports Special with John Kereka your sporting information centre Chatting squash with the UJ squash team, at least uh, three people from the UJ squash team. So you got a ladies team captain, Alexa Pina. Alexa, let's talk about this, uh, the USA tournament, the University Sports South Africa tournament in Stellenbosch. Uh, what are your ambitions and goals? First position, or 
what, what are you looking for? Yes, definitely. <laughs> How does it work? What, what's the format of the competition? Well, um, there's um, three guys in the team and then three girls mm. and then obviously you just play the number ones or the number twos of the other teams okay. and then you um, try and win as many matches I guess and if it comes down to three all then you go down to how many, however many games that you've played and then sure. try and win like that. So you'll play yeah. three games against another team or you will play one game? Well yeah I'll just play one match and then Carl will play the number one of the other team okay. you know yeah, and so on and so on and so on. Yeah. Okay, so there's no. Okay, so uh, Kyle, uh, explain to me how you become a number one in squash. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes it takes quite a lot of dedication and sacrifice. Um, we're not able to lead lifestyles, I think, <laughs> of people of students our age in first yeah. and second year at university, yeah. where they go through the party stages. Um, we, we've found in the past that any sort of fast food and alcohol does hurt our reaction speed and uh, our fitness levels. Mm. So we need to try and stay on top of that. I know the feeling. <laughs> I, I, was, I was at gym the other day playing around in the squash court as I do just for fun. And there was a guy who, for the whole time that I was playing, was just doing backhands. Just, just against yeah. the wall. Yeah. It, it might very well have been you, because all those, <laughs> those guys are skinny and small. Is that what you do? Instead of going out to the pub, you're sitting doing backhands. We, we, we do tend to do a lot of solo sessions. Um, all the good squash players yeah, uh, I found. Yeah. Yeah. The solo sessions are a massive part, practicing your shots, and also the fitness is a massive part yeah. of, of the game. Um, and I'd say the third largest aspect would be um, match practice. Um, but yeah, it's all very time-consuming at the end of the day. Alexa, squash is getting on TV now. We're seeing a lot of international squash tournaments yes. coming on there. Does that change the way that people look at your sport? I think so, because um, like a few years ago, people didn't even know what squash was. They didn't know how it looked or what. You know, they were like, oh, it's similar to tennis, isn't it? And it's <laughs> actually really not. Um, I mean, I have played tennis before, and it's just, it's worlds apart. Mm. So it's very nice um, for squash to get that sort of exposure and just, um, I don't know, it makes it better to us, I guess, just because we work so hard, and then for so long there was no exposure, no, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a Commonwealth game sport, isn't it? It is. Yes, so, yeah, it is. so you guys are perfect age for Durban 2022. Is that something that you're eyeing? It, it's something yeah, I'm, I'm aspiring to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it that far away? Well, there's one before that, though. When's, when will that be? 2018? Um, yeah, there is, there is 2018. So. Uh, 2014, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we didn't send a side. Yeah, right. that's the problem. I think if it's closer, then it'll be a lot Okay. Easier, obviously, for Squash South Africa to send it. Just side. start making ambitions and all that. Oh, okay, so to Durban's just around the corner. Yes, it's yeah. not like you're sending somebody to the other side yeah, of the world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just want to get back to you, Lindy. Uh, Kyle there saying it takes dedication, all those kind of things. What's it like being a manager of students? Because <laughs> that's what they want to do. They want to go out and party. <laughs> I don't think we should get into that too much. Um, they keep my life interesting. Um, look... Uh, be honest about it, there's no, you don't have office hours in the first place. Um, in the second place, um, I love all my players to pieces. I love every, and I love them to pieces, literally. Um, but the, each one has got their own quirks, each one has got their own ideas. It's never a boring life. Mm. Um, however, as a, as a manager as a, at, a, at a university of a squash club, we have to focus dual um, on dual priorities, shall I put it that way. Um, it's not only about the, sh the, the sport of squash. 
Um, I also have to ensure that they do well academically. Mm. At the end of the day, it's about building a balanced lifestyle. Um, but um, I love them, and, and our squash players have been doing extremely well academically. I don't know why, we, whether mm. we're mm. just lucky or whatever. Um, but on both the courts and in, the, in front of the books, they do well. Do you have rules to say that if you if you fail courses, you're not on the team? Absolutely. Um, it's not just a, a University of Johannesburg rule. It's, there's, a, there's a general rule throughout um, the USA uh, uh, organization yeah. that you have to earn or you have to study for at least 120 credits per year. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to pass at least 60% of your subjects. Um, we're, we're constantly looking at that. And if we feel that one of our players are suffering uh, academically, then we will cut back on the squash and provide him with extra tuition, sure. uh, tutors to assist him in, in picking up that, that studies. Um, we're doing it constantly. It's not something that, uh, that's out of the ordinary, but it works. Um, and it works well for my team, I can honestly tell you. Mm. Um, they're doing extremely well. Kyle is an A-class uh, student, so um, she's a brilliant artist herself. Sure. Um, so I think we're doing well, yeah. And while I got you, are there bursaries? If somebody's at school now and they, they're, they're not too bad at squash, is that a way they can get into university? Yes. Um, they should obviously contact me. Mm. Um, we have got limited bursaries available for squash. Unfortunately, squash is not... In the same leagues as as rugby or cricket or hockey, for that matter. Mm. Um, We have got limited uh, bursaries available, and we do look for sponsors uh, to assist, um, not necessarily sponsoring the team, but even sponsoring an individual student playing for our team Mm. um, financially with his academics and so on. Um, So, yes, uh, I've got a couple of people that is involved with that. Um, we have got some of our students are getting quite a bit of assistance from from um, the private sector. Um, yeah, it works. Uh, how are exams fitting in with this tournament in July now? It's, uh, that, that's holiday period. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. We we I've been on holiday now for two weeks. I finished my exams. What do you study? I want to do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm first year bachelor in commerce uh, for economics and econometrics. Yeah. Oh. Sure. What are you just doing? <laughs> um, fine art. You so see that? I, I can't draw. So, no. <laughs> so the two of you are very special. And uh, Kyle, what do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, obviously financial finance, but yes. do you want to be a professional squash player first? I am uh, currently on the world tour, mm-hmm. um, and I do aspire to, to reach my full potential as a professional player. Where are you on the world tour? Uh, at the moment, uh, I think my ranking is around 380 in the world. Sure. Well, no. Um, I, I just signed back on this year, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to build from the bottom again. And you're fitting that all within studies and these tournaments. Do these tournaments help that, or is that something separate? Um, the USA tournament wouldn't help it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we run a small South African professional circuit every year. They're called uh, PSA tournaments, Professional Squash Association mm-hmm. tournaments, which carry world ranking points. Okay. Um, but there are only two of those a year, and we need to play a minimum of 10 to get an accurate world ranking. So that would mean we'd have to travel around to, uh, overseas to Australia or to, to England. Alexa, and you? Uh, no, I'm not, not yet. Why not? Um, because it's, 
you have to play minimum of 10 tournaments a year. <laughs> and you've got to go to so, Australia. Yeah, it's just um, very time consuming mm. and obviously it costs a lot of money. Mm. So it's just not possible for me at the the time. So what are you going to do? So, but squash is something you want to do when you grow up, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. That would be very nice. If mm-hmm. I could also be part of the tour and travel everywhere. And How old are you now? Um, I'm turning 22 this year. Okay. Yeah. So um, I still have some time mm-hmm. to do the whole world tour thing. Um, and hopefully after, um, after my studies, I'll be able to find more time for that sort of thing. Kyle, how do you win at squash? Uh, Squash is a game of attrition and strategy So uh, it's it's more maneuvering your opponent out of position uh, On individual points And tiring them out over an extended period of time And um, usually that forces them to make unforced errors Which accounts for two-thirds of our points and uh, an unforced error. Yeah. Really? Unforced sure. errors ca- account for about 60% of our points, our points. See, that's why he's <laughs> in the world circuit, and that's why you're <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexa, same, same question. So, so if you didn't know the tactics, how, how are you beating everybody? Um, well, for me, everything plays a part, everything, um, obviously. Um, so, yeah, Carl's right. It's about moving your opponent around and then hopefully being sort of you get to a certain stage in squash where um, your mind plays a big part mm. and it's just being strong in your head and wanting to win and, you know, that sort of fight. So I think that's where I am at the moment, which is keeping me back <laughs> sometimes because my head is a bit all over the place, but hopefully that'll come together and then I'll be able to, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we got a, we got a question from a beginner. So Kyle, you can help out a beginner. It's world number 380, <laughs> and there's seven billion people on the planet. You're the 380th best. Uh, why ha, the ball? Right, little black ball. When it's on TV, it looks white. Yes. Is it a white ball that they're playing with, or is it a black ball? Yes. You see, the the professional squash that they broadcast on TV is yeah. on a full glass court, mm-hmm. which isn't the traditional courts, which are uh, brick. Brick backs, uh, brick concrete courts, and they usually have a glass white. Yeah. Um, those courts are usually painted white, and we play with a black ball. But in order to make it more attractive for viewers around the world, the professional players play on the glass courts with a white ball, okay, which so is easier to ball. see on TV. Yeah. Okay. And why does it have to be warm? Um, the more the, the warmer the ball gets, the more it bounces. If you actually play with a cold squash ball, it doesn't bounce oh, at all. And the, the way you would warm it up is to almost hit it um, hard fairly hard, yeah. And it warms up, it warms up and bounces and a lot more. Yeah. What what do, I, know, I know it's got dots on, right? Yeah. Yes. So uh, I know that the pros play with two dots. I know they changed it recently. Two dots. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the the professionals play yeah. with a double yellow dot ball at the coast at sea level. All right. Uh, us here at altitude, we play with an altitude ball, which mm. is a green dot ball. That explains why I'm not good at squash. Because <laughs> I bought the double yellow dot ball, you see. <laughs> That'll bounce more. That'll bounce yeah, more, at yeah. at altitude, so the green it dot should help less. you. So really. I'm, I'm going to have to work harder with the proper ball. <laughs> <laughs> so many rules and regulations. Uh, Lindy, t- tell us again. It's happening from J- July the 4th to the 8th. That's correct. Looking for a win. Obviously, um, we've done it four times in a row mm-hmm. uh, the past four years. Um, we would like to have it f- the fifth consecutive time. But there's strong players out there, and there's strong teams. Um, so we'll stick to our game plan, we'll stick to our, uh, our guns, 
Um, enjoy the squash and hopefully take it for a fifth year. And no stopping off at the pub on the way down. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us. Linda De Beer, the team manager of the University of Johannesburg squash team. Ladies team captain Alexa Pinar and the men's number one. And as you heard, world 380-ish Kyle Marie joining us here in studio. You are this AFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Time for the news at four o'clock.